0: Run into the ground. We're back. Another week. Another incredible guest. Another new friend. Uh, we got recent captured tracks recording artists just announced and Road Dog Booker. We got Scout Galette on the pod. What's up, Scout?
1: Hello. What's up, Scooter? <laughs> <laughs> Scooter. Uh, as you, as you can
0: you tell, know. Scout and and. Andy Rotten over here are are already acquainted. So, Scout and I
1: worked together at quite possibly one of the most fun jobs I've ever had. Uh, It
2: was. I'm still really good friends with a lot of people from that era. uh,
1: Toby's estate in Brooklyn. dan's had many free drinks. (laughs)
0: Almost exclusively free drinks. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) I can now known as
2: partners, which like. I'm
1: always okay. gonna say Toby's. Yeah. Uh Dan, I can remember many, many times you standing at the end of that bar like for, for an hour, for an hour and a half, just like <laughs> my boss coming over and being like, Who is that? I'm like, oh, he's waiting for the bathroom. I don't even know him.
2: <laughs> I remember seeing you around a little bit. I think I, it's I, I think was it's I was back. out and
0: about. I
2: was I was oh, seeing and
0: being seen work, out there, Daniel. Do I? I I don't think I do because
2: people you guys tell me they look like do. your brothers right now. Know. You know that? Yeah, the same exact every, life. Yeah.
1: If you if you look through our uh, through our episodes, you'll see that we just interview ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a ages. mirror.
0: Three. Yeah. It's us looking at three different mirrors in most Zoom windows. Uh, and that's why we're like, we, we got to have a woman on. We got to we got to break up the yeah. monotony every yeah. so often. Oh man, uh, but yeah, it's good to have you here. Uh, Andrew was very Thank excited you. to have you on the pod, so very excited about that. Uh, I mean, you preface this whole thing with just saying like, "Hey, can I talk about being no, in the DI
1: <laughs> Oh no, I thought you were gonna talk about the edible thing. Oh, <laughs> we, we could do that too. On
0: that, yeah. Like, <laughs> Scout, what are you
1: doing? Tell me about what you're up to.
2: I have been really busy. Um, been the last few weeks, um, just been like practicing a lot. I've been making all my merch. I've been like wrapping up a tour, um, and I'm running a booking company. I sell records. I just yeah, lots of like random side hustle. I DJ, so I'm, every day looks different, which is nice. I've always kind of wanted to be like that, but I'm also like. Ah! which you know you know that about me like i'm just like <laughs> like i'm like
1: exhausted even listening to that list of things <laughs> you're
0: doing right now <laughs> i like, the like what DJ am Bart. i doing right now uh, i, like, I, I kind of feel that though it's i i'm a i'm a photographer um by trade so yeah i do definitely appreciate the kind of every day is slightly different kind of thing
2: Yeah, that's what inspires me. Like, I just get really bored. I wasn't good at school, really. I mean, I was okay in the things that I liked, but it's, like, how, yeah, it's just, like, change inspires me. And, like, but, like, yeah, always being active. Like, I rest, though, too. I do. I do. I go on, like, little, like, you know, just resting. And I go to the beach a lot when I can. Like, Yeah, what's your beach?
0: Yeah, what's, what's I go your to Fort choice? Yeah. Okay, all right. Are you Are you coming from a, <laughs> uh, from Brooklyn right now?
2: Yeah, I'm in Brooklyn right now. I'm from Kansas City, Missouri. Okay. And I just had my five year anniversary in New York. I took Uh-oh. myself out on a date.
0: Oh that. yeah, where'd you go? Mm-hmm.
2: Well, <laughs> okay. So, long story short. No, no, no! Long
0: story long.
1: Just yeah, we got time um, to burn. Okay, so <laughs> I got time. <laughs>
2: I I recently had an incident where I fell off of a ten foot cliff in West Virginia. Oh shit! What? Um, awesome. <laughs> a few months ago, um, and I like was in a lot of pain for a few months, and I had to like really take it easy. And my manager slash really good friend was like, besides, because I like, needed help with food and like just you know. Like doing life
1: right yeah
2: living and um yeah it was it was really crazy but she was like when you're healed i want to take you to um this breathing artist workshop okay. so i went to my second class on friday it's in chelsea and it's like a meditation class and then the workshops based around this book the artist way and it's just really crazy um a Bunch of artists, all different ages, just backgrounds. No one else was a musician, loved it. What we okay, long, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, going. we tapped into our inner child of sorts. Okay, so after this long meditation in a dome that has LED lights, Amazing. and it looks like you're going into a vortex.
0: Okay, so this is some and- woo woo shit.
2: A little woo woo, but like I'm open to it, you know? Like I knew yeah, he died the and like, woo woo can you be know, fun just, sometimes. Like, talking about breathing. No, it's really cool. It's not cheesy. It's like, you know, I've been doing it, you know, I've been tapping in. I've, I'm still a kid, basically, but like, it's good. Anyway, so I was kind of stuck in my inner child after that class. So my artist day ended up being going to Chipotle.
0: <laughs> Very romantic. Which,
2: like, I'm not really in the city too much. Like, I should have tried harder but i was like stuck in that mode and i like listened to um janet jackson all for you and my headphones and ate a burrito and it was really bad they lost quality for sure oh
0: okay um, chipotle yeah been, is, in a is minute is no good the last time no i was at good, chipotle no. my roommate told yeah, me that there was a new chipotle that opened up down uh down in like exchange place in jersey city and they're like if you go like, they're doing, like, an unspoken soft opening. So if you show up, it's, like, everything's free. And that was the last time I had Chipotle.
2: Yeah, I'm going to recommend it. Like, Chipotle and Subway are, like, worse than McDonald's. Okay, Okay.
0: wait, Subway and Chipotle are not on the same level. They're both bad, but there's Uh, different kinds of bad.
1: uh, No, they're absolutely on the same level. Like, even even the service is the exact same.
0: (laughs) Well, listen, if we're breaking it down into, like, Speaking to a person over a tray behind a sneeze guard, like, there's a lot of restaurants <laughs> yeah, that but, are like
1: that. That's, that's, that's an entire genre of restaurant, right? Yeah, but they mm-hmm.
0: can, I mean, sweet green is the same. Are you going to say sweet green is the same as, like, Subway? Sure.
2: No, 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 no. No. No, I'm not talking
1: quality, but I'm saying, like, it's the exact same concept.
0: Concept, Anyways. yes. Quality, very different. Okay,
2: this is, you know. No, we're going further into
0: all... the weeds on this. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Clearly, you haven't know. listened to the podcast before. This is exactly <laughs> the only thing we talk about.
1: <laughs> I
2: i
0: don't know man i uh sometimes you got to take yourself on a chipotle date though that's all i'm saying yeah yeah
2: yeah it's uh it was it was it was it was a fun day i've been on um... a food
0: death spiral lately so we can get into that Mm -hmm. after (laughs) but if we're talking quality of food intake at the moment mine is all-time low so Mm
2: -hmm. i had a chicken sandwich cheese loaded fries a shake veggie burger
0: yeah i i want a root
2: beer flow i'm drinking a Heine Zero.
0: Oh hell yeah those are delicious they're I, I actually love, pretty good yeah. They're, yeah
2: they're my best they're, there, they're, my, they're a, my best a, friend a, a, i love it <laughs>
0: there's been a big <laughs> influx of like i think guinness just released a zero alcohol like stout what yeah so i need to try that that sounds good it
1: is true they also just released Nope, that's not Guinness, that's PBR. I was gonna talk about the PBR, salted okay? All right, caramel.
0: okay, back to they're the same thing but different quality. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, Scooter. We got some Chipotle. Where are you taking us next?
2: <laughs> uh, my introduction to the DIY scene,
1: yeah. No, oh, we're, so, we're so wait. you're from. No, Dan, we're not going back. There's we're only not going forward. Back. There's wow. we can't. We're like, there's no subway. <laughs> it somehow,
2: it somehow connects.
1: So, <laughs> Kansas City. We also recently, a few episodes, had on uh, uh, Kansas City. Why, well, like, close enough? Kansas adjacent artist Matt Pryor, and uh, we talked like a little bit about the local scene, but like that Kansas. Like Kansas, Lawrence. I'm sure there's like you know all those places are sort of close, right? Within an hour. Yeah. Is that like the same scene?
2: Um, I mean, focal would be in Kansas, Lawrence. They, yeah, of course, there's stuff, but not from. No, I'm a Missouri girl.
1: Right. Okay. No I'm Kansas a Missouri at all. Girl, it's a right. little
2: bit. It's different. I could tell you the differences.
0: I, I want to know. List Hit them me. off.
2: Well, okay. The differences would be like grit okay a missouri girl missouri human is gonna have a little bit more grit a little bit more uh spunk the house shows are a little bit dirtier and raunchier heavier harder lawrence i'd say it's uh, cute. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> a cute
1: wow well twee Yo, I like sort of get it though. Yeah, Kansas,
2: <laughs> like they all got a little bit more, you know, they come from what I was- mean this is judgmental too. Like I know some people in Kansas. I've lived in Kansas at one point. I didn't want to, but it was on the border. Hmm. And there was a cool DIY venue called Focal. Um that was in Kansas City, Kansas, like right on the border. And um I don't know. So basically my whole introduction to it all. It was a. Uh, I remember this night very, very well, and like us talking about this podcast kind of sent me back to memory lane. And I was like, "What? What do I want to talk about?" And like getting into secular music and rock music because, um, basically, in 2005, my family changed churches. I lived in Independence, Missouri, which is outside of Kansas City. And it was like October 2005, full moon. I remember Snow Patrol was playing. Hell yeah. We get to the church and it's (laughs) like... You know, definitely a cult. Um, my parents are gonna be upset. Here, yeah, if if I, I, just just lay... Lay I remember setting set
0: fire to the third bar right now over here.
2: <laughs> right, right, right. It was I like I remember everything, and you know I'm 10 years old, and
0: uh, that song does rip, though, there. by the way. Relisten it's, to it. That's it's It's, really so
1: good. Hard. it's so actually good. really good.
2: <laughs> I heard it at um, Target the other day, and I was like, Oh my uh, god! And that it probably definitely also got me. it's
1: like a grocery store song now. It's
2: oh yeah, so good. It, it, yeah, it yeah, always, yeah, yeah, yeah. at the grocery store too. It
0: always has been though. This takes us back to like the Third Eye Blind it took, episode. It took, like, it
2: took some.
0: There was some good music that kind of snuck through the cracks, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, and um, I'm DJ in Target church, doesn't miss I... though. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm in the church. It's the last place I want to be. And it, I clocked Jude Cash in the back with his hair, you know past his eyes and he's doodling and he's fucking off. And I was like, he doesn't want to be here just as bad as I don't want to be here. And so after the service, I go up to him and he's skateboarding outside and I was like, Hey, I was like, I want to be punk, skater, goth, rock, and, you know, this whole list. And he, <laughs> and emo. And he looked sure. at me dead on and he said, It's not cool to label yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah. you know, and ten, how old is, how ten, old is ten Jude? 10 years
2: old. 10 years old. So, Jesus Jude, He's Jude and Jonah,
1: prophet.
2: Jude and Jonah, still some of my best friends, they are the youngest of six siblings. So, the Hamiltons and the Cashes. So they already had a connection to the scene because their older siblings were like, you know, Crest punks, and like in the like, you know, and like bands were staying at their houses. I became that sounds friends. awful
1: for their parents.
2: <laughs> well, they were really cool. I became friends with um, the sisters, too, you know, so we could all hang out. We could have sleepovers, all this stuff. I mean, I wasn't doing it. This is more 13 and on, but 10 is when I met Jude and Jonah and basically like they're just two little shits those boys i loved them i felt finally like you know we just fucked off when we hung out we just like threw rocks at trains we listened to music <laughs> we skateboarded i roller skated it's
1: like sounds like sort of a wes anderson uh yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> it really was <laughs> you I mean, were very honestly,
0: precocious together
2: <laughs> yeah yeah here it, uh
1: I see hear me and Julio down by the (laughs) schoolyard playing in the background. (laughs) Oh, my God. Basically,
2: though, like, yeah, I mean, started going to shows at a young age, and it, like, changed my life. Like, I always wanted to be taken seriously. I always wanted to be, like, heard, and it was a place where, like, they didn't really... I mean, we got teased a little bit, and I'm sure more them than me, but um, felt really welcomed and, you know, like, angry. I hated my home life. So like being um able to just like exhaust that out into a place like was just really everything to me. And like a lot of my work ethic now and like what I'm doing is because of those roots and because of how those two friends really greatly changed my life. Cause I was always a rebel even as a young girl, but like I really got to like live it and like do whatever the fuck I wanted, said whatever I wanted you know just like listened to what i wanted and uh yeah
1: i uh, i got my cd stolen as a kid uh by my mother who was angry that i was listening to rock music so <laughs> we we had different paths you and i um mm-hmm. look, look tell me a little bit about who are bands from like your kid scene childhood scene mm-hmm. that like made it like who, who, what, what bands, uh, like got out of there?
0: None of them.
2: You're looking at her. Wow.
0: <laughs> wow. Pioneer. I mean,
2: really it's, it's, Trailblazer. it's, 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 it's true. It's like, I love going back home. I mean, beta boys played in Kansas city a little bit. I want to say they, I want to say they made it. If they're watching, it was like, they're doing cool stuff. Like they're successful in their own way, but they did get out of Kansas city. Um, it's kind of a city where people stay.
0: I mean, why would you want to leave? For yeah, what I hear, want to leave.
2: everyone wants to leave.
0: I don't know. I've had friends who've traveled to I, Kansas City yeah. to hang out.
2: Maybe they don't yeah. want to leave. No, maybe they don't want to leave. But it is—it's a—it's uh, easy to stay. It is. You're right. Yeah. It's. But I think that it's—it's it's a hard place to live too. Like, uh, it, honestly, like the conditions are still pretty brutal. Like, there's not a lot of work for people are art artists really there's not a lot of work for artists. Me
0: me and my friends have a weird fascination with like old former industry towns.
2: I have <laughs> wait if I remembered a band Shy Boys. Shy Boys Made It.
0: Never never heard of them. Yeah, they're cool. They're good. They're
2: good. I forget who that what record label they're All under, right, list
0: of
1: famous bands from Kansas City. Tech Nine.
2: Oh yeah. I knew his daughter
0: puddle of mud okay uh-huh that theme. wasn't in my
2: scene though you were asking like in my yeah. scene like i mean yeah i knew tech nine's daughter we went to elementary school Aaliyah yates um uh Bert charlie Backward. parker i actually Ch- charlie parker i just got done reading or i'm about to finish his book um he's from kansas city count bassy um
0: famous diy musician count Basie.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Cole yeah. S.
2: Cole S. is from
1: Kansas City. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, but see, they also say the Get Up Kids, but that's not true. That's not true. Yeah,
2: they, I think it's not.
1: No, I think the Get Up Kids are they're from Lawrence, right? Or is that just where they live now?
0: He I lives. think that's where they like settled. Hmm. hmm. We should have we should we'll have paid have attention when we this. had them on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was staring into his eyes the whole time. Yeah, I was just in his pitch black room that he media. was podcasting from. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. But me and my friends have a weird you fascination with, with like, like, weird. Like, we love Central Pennsylvania for some reason, and my my friends have melt. Like, I I haven't had a chance to go with them, but they've like multiple times traveled to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. and my friend was like oh, oh let like, go it's great c- come with us to the paris of the plains <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh i remember my roommate thinks it's absurd that i do these things and she's i'm like oh yeah my, my friends want to go to the paris of the plains this summer and she's like why don't you just fucking actually go to paris like what's wrong with you <laughs> but uh, uh kansas city i mean cool. you should go to kansas know.
2: city too it's, it's yeah. cool it's like i feel like the city's kept a lot of its um structural integrity oh, like yeah. um
1: oh it is an absolute beautiful downtown yeah, yeah. Like, right is, the and times- like
2: yeah the west bottoms like i mean trains you know rivers like
0: yeah i'm uh, i'm shooting a wedding of a best. couple who lives in kansas city uh, in september but they're they're getting married in jersey city so it, it's i'm not going down to see them but she's Jersey uh, city
1: the paris of uh of jersey
0: <laughs> the uh yeah she works at the muse- the modern art museum in kansas city i forget what it's called
2: an Nelson atkins art museum
0: sure sounds about right i can't imagine there's too many modern art museums in kansas city but,
2: you uh,
1: should go, Dan. I want to go. Of, there's
2: a lot of art.
1: Taking a show at I'm uh, going at on Beaumont. Thursday.
2: I'm going I... to Kansas City on Thursday. Oh how? Who's yeah.
1: playing the Beaumont this week? I don't, I
2: don't know. Hmm. Um, you're
1: gonna you're gonna catch the Royals at Kauffman. Take take Bob. No, my some, dad and his stepwife
2: are going to the celebrity one, and they they didn't get a ticket for me. Oh,
0: your dad's man. stepwife is
2: going to the Royals. <laughs>
0: Wait, you describe your.
2: Are my dad, are my stepmoms, start.
0: You know. I was trying to think of in my head how a stepwife works. <laughs> <laughs> my wife-in-law. Maybe I'm to something here. No, I think we're redefining family I don't know what they're doing down there in the, in the Midwest. In the Paris of the Plains. Oh,
2: yeah. I think there's some weird like, stuff in my family, like someone's cousin and the cousins. and the,
1: uh, Hell yeah. Everybody uh, does it.
2: But I mean, like, honestly, like I can tell you, like being in New York and uh, there's a few friends like that I've made that I can like somewhat relate to. But I think Independence, Missouri, outside of Kansas City is a very uh, unique place. I love I love going back. I'm excited to go back on Wednesday, but uh, I don't know. I have a lot of stories like I grew up in. A neighborhood with all the houses faced in and underground homes and it was like community of christ uh neighborhood and they had a church in there but there were like mormons always coming to your house and um there were hippies and low income um lots of meth so it was a very like colorful um upbringing but i i there was also a lot of woods and a barn in my neighborhood and i grew up like Playing all the time in the woods. Holy
1: shit, that is very much not where I grew up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, both of us are
0: Jersey suburb boys, so that sounds like a wild collection of different things. Very wild.
2: I feel like, yeah, I, I'm like, I, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, very like proud of it. I so say, did. You, did you live so...
0: anywhere in between Kansas City and New York City?
2: Um. Warrensburg, Missouri, for college for two years, okay. I went to school for audio engineering for two years, and I did um opera, like vocal stuff, but music tech. So I was like recording. It was really cool, but yeah, college wasn't for me. i wanted I was going to shows every weekend in Kansas City and driving <laughs> sometimes twice a week to go to shows. And I was like, I want to drop out of school and I want to start writing music. I, I reached out actually when I was in college, I had heard Sharon Van Etten and she, her music moved me so much to start writing my own music. I always grew up singing and all that. And after I wrote music and taught myself guitar from learning her songs, I reached out to her on Instagram and I was like, thank you for, so much for releasing music. You've really inspired me. And I sent her one of the songs I had. And she was like, if you're ever in New York, you know, let me know and let's get lunch. And so I planned a trip to New York in two months with my two best girlfriends. And we met for lunch. And I told her my story. And she was like, um, yeah, you should move to New York. My grandparents lived in New York. They went to New York Academy of Performing Arts, but my grand got pregnant. And then they went to Wisconsin in As Tomahawk, Wisconsin. And my grandpa was um, directing and helped produce films like um, The Giant Spider Invasion. And anyways, so I moved to New York in a few months and didn't know anyone here. And
0: uh, do you still hang out with Sharon Brown? You guys still chill?
2: Yeah, that's sick. I saw her a few months ago. One of my best friends is actually doing sound for her. Um, on this tour that she's doing, and we got yeah. to hang out on her record release and she's she's amazing she's like an angel in my life, and like she's
0: yeah she's absolutely incredible she's get her like, get her so get her nice. sign the capture track as well get her the hookup
2: she's already she's signed to yeah yeah, yeah. she's <laughs> be on that
0: yeah i want the i want but, the seven inch
2: <laughs> yeah i mean i would i think it's something where like when we last saw each other, we are like uh, things are cosmic with us because like my best friend Jesse is doing sound for her. And then we were like, just talking about how, yeah, even just like me learning to play guitar was like through her. So it's just this really big serendipitous thing and like some, yeah, very, very like magical things happen around like her music and her, and just really made me see like how, like, in real life, how being an artist can be so influential on others and just taking the time to talk to, you know, musicians who like your music or friends or anything it really can, it can go a long way and, um, yeah, affect they're all, yeah, they're all
1: there. That's yeah. incredible. Sharon, thank you
0: so much.
2: Thank you, Sharon. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I'm like, when I saw Dan, her, I cried. No I thanks was like...
1: for sharon <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, I said I'm waiting for the seven inch on capture tracks. <laughs> so, t- I,
1: S- Scout, you, uh, I like was half listening to one of your Instagram stories like two months ago and was like, yo this sounds a lot like I like your new stuff. It sounds a lot like broad uh, broadcast. And you're like, that's a, fucking broadcast cover you idiot um tell me tell me about what made you do that
2: um i guess it was just like it was really weird i recorded that in october 2020 right Mm -hmm. after i recorded some other stuff um just for fun with or not not really even just for fun someone asked me to be in a like make a cover for a broadcast documentary that was supposed to be made But I don't know if that's actually happening if that broadcast or like if that documentary is still being made. I hope it is. Me too.
0: Just a a ruse, some weird band collecting covers.
2: Yeah. And then capture tracks. That's actually
1: a good idea.
0: Yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's happened before on multiple occasions. Has it? Probably. We should do it (laughs) if if not. I,
2: I um Oh yeah yeah I so I I recorded it with my friends like in the pandemic and it was um I chose that song because um I don't know and the I feel like in those pandemic times it was just like you were really sacred about who you spent your time with um and I feel like that song really spoke to me in that way of um so I chose to do that song for that documentary and then Capture Tracks in January asked me if I had like any songs that we could release an ep with so i put together like things i had recorded myself um that song and amongst others and then um yeah then I, that, it came out
1: it's so and, good um broadcast is the loudest show i've ever been to
2: that's not um, surprising yeah <laughs> i
1: think i like my ears were still ringing the next day um And like what a loss for like the world that like there will never be another broadcast record. Like such a it kind of
2: tripped me out because I when I fell off that 10 foot cliff, I was doing that music video for the broadcast song. And I'm 27. Yo, they tried to take me out at 27. I saw a white light and I was like, yo, this is it. Like
3: the first first
2: thing I thought, I was like, I mean, it was so like crazy and the like i whited out like it was white and then i was having these pulses and i couldn't breathe and like the first thing i thought was i'm never going to be able to sing again and i thought that for about a month and that was truly like some of the hardest shit i've ever had to go through because like the first tattoo i have is like how can i keep from singing like it's like it's my it's my life it's how i connect with people it's how i like get through my just yeah life's crazy for everyone but it's like my catharsis and like i was just about (laughs) like i you know if i can't sing like you know
0: yeah so So how are you
2: yeah what were you doing that you fell off this cliff
0: yeah i want to know more about like what happened before this
2: um (laughs) okay so i went to west virginia to rest as one does and, um, yeah, my best friend's mom lives out there. She's got 50 acres of land. Carmel, nice. she's great. I love West Virginia. It's been very inspiring to me. This is my fifth time going to West Virginia. What,
0: what part of West Virginia started. are we talking Mount Nebo. Unfamiliar.
2: It is in the mountains. It is like, it is
0: in the Appalachian.
2: It's, so, it's so beautiful. It's crazy. West Virginia so is was, a
0: very beautiful state. Did you, did you see any Mothman a, sightings? no okay he's been seen for a while um, a little worried
2: i was recording um demos in this old church that's it and then the label was kind of like hey like some people are wanting to do reviews do you have any visual content Mm -hmm. and i was like i can make a music video myself like being well, the I diy know. person this I am. this record label so... sounds very
0: needy they're always asking <laughs> you for shit <laughs> they're putting you in but harm's way i'm a little concerned I, no,
2: no 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 they felt they felt really bad it's it was totally on me like it's just because i i don't know they they just i don't know you know they were like rolling stone is interested in doing a write-up and they did write up the, the video and the song so well, I'm they really felt happy. bad
0: after <laughs>
2: <laughs> they did feel bad after but I so I went around I duct taped my phone to the truck I found like a flashlight I like went around I had Carmel drive around West Virginia with me in the back and then I had this vision of me being in the woods at night with sparklers okay Carmel and I get there and like Carmel even she was like we should do it closer but then we found this spot where it was just like it was so beautiful and there was so much depth and like you know, it was, like, the perfect blue hour where it wasn't, like, the sun wasn't fully set, but it was just blue. Like, we had, like, ten minutes, really, to get the shot. Yeah, Because I was yeah, just
0: yeah.
2: a weirdo, like, if the video was in...
0: Oh, no, when, when you, know, yeah. like, as a photographer, like, when you need the sun to look a certain way, you have very little time for it to stay that way.
2: <laughs> and I, and when I have a vision, I am, like, pfft, like, I, there's nothing else. And so... We hit record. I'm like, okay, let's go. I light the sparklers. I walk off of a 10-foot rock cliff and land onto a broken tree.
0: Oh my and god. And the broken
2: tree punctured my lung. Oh my and god. Broke my ribs. Jeez and Christ. uh I have an eye thing, a hand thing. Like it was, but the tree saved me from a like far, far worse outcome. Like, um that's
0: so. wild. So like did you have to get like choppered out of the woods like how the fuck did you get out of that situation so
2: carmel ran down and carried me on her back onto the four-wheeler we took the four-wheeler in the middle of the woods of course also and carmel's it's, it's,
0: a perfect name for someone who lives in west virginia like absolutely
2: she actually <laughs> lived in independence missouri for a while which it's, is crazy it's also
0: because, that tracks as well
2: uh yeah she's honestly an angel i love her so much carmel
0: uh, come on the pod
2: she would love to she (laughs) i want to hear her
0: perspective of this (laughs) this motherfucker walked right off a cliff
2: no no (laughs) she's never been in the woods before she she was always you know like it's my fault and i'm like no like it's i was just like let's go you know and she so she was helping with the flashlight there thank god i wasn't alone like Uh, And then we went to the ER, and they called. Like they gave me this little breathing meter, and they called it a doohickey. And I was like, "Get me out of here!" Like
0: it was so.
2: (laughs) I wanted to be home so bad.
0: The doohickey.
2: Yeah, with my records, like I was. That's like I wanted to be home to be with my records and my like kitties.
0: Yeah, how did you like make that transport back from uh, being damaged in West Virginia to back to New York?
2: I waited like a week and a half I was supposed to wait longer but I really was losing my mind you know yeah, like, I Uber went there to like, like uh, well my friend Katie Ray woo, and Andrew Foreman were driving up from Asheville and so we met them I can't even tell you where we met them because I mean I was I didn't take the painkillers they gave me I just took the ibuprofen but like ibuprofen like f's me up like I was just I don't even know where we met it was somewhere in the middle of West Virginia in Asheville, like on and so then they took me back. So that was very, very uh nice how that worked out.
0: That's wild. That is nice. <laughs> and then yeah. so how long were you then like laid up? Like when from from the accident, how long before you were feeling like back to normal, quote unquote?
4: Um, kind of uh End of May, early June.
0: And when did the accident happen? April. Oh shit! Okay, April. God damn. That's
4: like a couple months.
1: That's wild. That's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I know.
2: I can't believe that happened to me. Like, I just still, I'm just like, I thought about it the other day, and like, I was like, oh, like, oh, oh my god, like, I still haven't really had too many moments where I was just like, oh, and I'm going home on Thursday, and I'm Mm -hmm. gonna be with my family, and I'm gonna be like oh my god like do they not
0: wow. do they not know what happened like
2: oh of course they do okay. but like say, you know like i'm alive like yeah oh, that was so gnarly all right
0: here here's my number one question though is there footage of you falling off this cliff I, that's what i was just gonna ask
2: there is
0: oh man
2: and i made a tick i made a TikTok tock in the same week because i was like so bored and I put the song with arms wide open. <laughs> and I was I honestly I took it down because I was like, it's too soon. It's a oh little like I have to make sure like the pneumothorax, the punctured lung is healed. And yeah, I'm not like in pain. Like sometimes every once in a while if I'm like walking a lot i'll feel it but jesus well let
1: me know if if we can do it a uh, run into the ground exclusive release <laughs> it'll be oh uh, a fail army um...
2: <laughs> yeah honestly i mean i have the sparklers and it's like almost graceful to fall off like i just I like walk it. back <laughs> the into the
0: sparklers are like the chef's kiss i like. know
2: i'm like how did i not catch on fire like everything yeah, how did, is did
1: you like... not catch on fire how did like all of west virginia <laughs> not catch on fire totally oh man
0: oh that's wild. Wa- that's wild
1: man that is that is pretty vacant
0: <laughs> <laughs> no no wait i want to so what? we've I don't think we've never had uh we never had a coworker of of a Andrew. I need to I need to <laughs> oh, know what sorry. it's like to work with with Andrew.
4: and
2: yeah, We had a good time. You know, yeah? we we don't we argue about music sometimes. I feel like um and but like we got along well. Like honestly, I liked working with you. Like you, Matt Allen, mm-hmm. I mean who I live with. I live with that guy. Still yeah yeah what a guy it was just his birthday shout out
0: i say oh, that's, yeah. that's also not we did have matt ferraro on the pod so we did have that's, that's true. true
2: but ted from toby's is in my band he plays bass
0: oh yeah shit. toby's is like where everyone's meeting that's the hot matt
2: spot harrison
1: matt harrison another great artist
2: yeah honestly
4: his music wow wow
0: yeah so What was the thing you were talking about before we got into this that Andrew had to ask explicit permission to tell the story? So, uh, Scout
1: (laughs) Scout and I are working together one day. It's one of my absolute favorite memories of of working in New York. Is like, I feel like we didn't even know each other that well,
0: but we're, you know, wait, Scout, are you you smoking cigs in the house right now?
2: I'm pulling one of
0: those. It was on you're, my goal for the the podcast. Blasting, so I was like, "They're blasting
1: indoor cigs, just over there, just like smoking darts." Oof. Um. So Scott, Scott and I were were you know on it's bar, all crazy in there. On the uh, you know on the uh, open espresso machine and and she looks at me like panicked and I'm like, "Oh, are you okay?" And she's like, "I just had an edible that kicked in and I need
4: to go <laughs> home."
1: <laughs> And i think i said no like what are you serious no uh and then i think like b- better heads prevailed but it was like man now i'm like oh i you know i don't this tell is, my corporate this job bef- but i work high all the time like this is know, yeah this cares? is
0: pre weed lord andrew now now oh, andrew yeah. can't function without being fucked up
1: ouch
2: yeah in, i know you're giving me shade for smoking a cigarette inside which i get
1: oh, man dan's over here per like a
2: month you know Judge like, judy <laughs> Judge judy yeah you have an inner critic you gotta work with
1: mm. oh he's an outer critic <laughs> well
2: you no know, i mean it was great that sounds like a very me story like also, one time with Matt Allen, I was like coming down from an acid trip, and I was like, "Why did I do this?"
1: Yeah, <laughs> every single time I say, "Why did I do this?" um Dan, do you want to move on? Is it time? Yeah, I mean, I got
0: I got scene report. Okay, um, give it to me. I I saw the movie Heat as part of the Tribeca Film Festival retrospective on Friday, and it was unfucking real. Uh. Absolutely insane. So, I always, like, fault myself for not doing enough, like, fun things sometimes. Because, like, when I work a lot, and it's like, I just want to, like, do nothing. Or go to the lake house in central Pennsylvania. <laughs> you know, something right. real stupid. Um, mm. But I saw that uh, they were doing a retrospective of Heat at the United Palace Theater in Harlem. Like, the giant, gilded, historic theater. With a panel of michael mann robert de niro and al pacino Mm. and then Mm -hmm. showing like the 4k cut of the movie Mm. and i was like we need to go (laughs) and me and my friend we bought uh orchestra seats uh and it was an unbelievable experience i don't know are you guys familiar with the movie heat are you fans
1: i'm very familiar with the film
0: heat uh
2: i don't think i've seen it no all
0: right one of the best films of all time uh easily
1: not
2: only, i mean, I think my my roommates have been talking about it. I'm pretty sure
0: i mean it's, uh, it's
1: the greatest heist film ever made outside of uh ocean's thirteen
2: oh, wow.
0: <laughs> i like i I think Ocean's Eight is up there actually but um <laughs> but yeah he just an incredible human drama I think is how Michael Mann actually describes it um but seeing that movie in that gigantic theater. And then, like, the sound, like, the the airplane scene at the end, like, the airplane, they're on the, uh, LAX, like, airstrip. It was so loud. It sounded like you were on a fucking airstrip. Like, people were holding their ears around me. It was (laughs) unbelievable.
3: Wow. But, uh, yeah,
0: there was was a panel, though, and Al Pacino was an absolute cut-up. He, like, made a whole fucking meal (laughs) of, like, answering questions. It was unbelievable. Like, they were very much their characters in the movie like, De Niro's very kind of cool and calculated and very kind of, like, quiet. And then Al Pacino was just, like, fucking shouting at the audience and, like, interacting with people. Oh, wow. I love that. Uh, But the one thing I gotta say, it's so cool to be able to see, like, a a, a historic movie that, like, I never got to see in the theaters. You know, it came out, like, 1995. I was, you know, not seeing Heat then. And, uh, but fucking movie chuds and like film dorks are the worst people on the goddamn planet.
1: Mm, absolutely. <laughs>
0: people like who can't contain themselves, like shouting things, like shouting quotes of the movie at Pacino. And it's just it was brutal, like just punishing. And like literally the, the like Pacino's like, "What's he saying?" and the guy from the like the moderator was just like, "They're quoting the movie." <laughs> like, <laughs> it was uh but of course, they were talking about the scene where Al Pacino is yelling at Hank Azaria, and he screams like she's got a great ass, you know, famous line of the movie. And <laughs> Hank Azaria looks genuinely frightened because apparently that was like an ad lib. <laughs> and and they asked Al Pacino like what he was thinking in that scene. He goes, "Yeah, like there, go, like, oh, yeah." Did you know Hank Azaria was not prepared for that? And he goes, "I didn't know I was gonna do it either." <laughs> but it was it was wild. But yeah, like when you have it, like weird fucking film nerds, like, clapping when their favorite scene is happening. It's like, ugh. <laughs> but think- it was... It, like, people treated it like Rocky Horror a little bit, and that <laughs> yeah. sucks.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's such a
0: punish.
1: I went and saw the Fellowship of the Ring at the Man Center with, like, the Philadelphia Orchestra. Oh. Like, one of those things.
0: You did? Um, Is this recent the, or
1: no this like five okay. years ago okay. six years ago uh and there was a when they got to the like one does not simply scene like oh. everybody starts clapping and i'm like you fucking nerds <laughs> they probably all clap this when this the me? plane
0: lands too you know
1: yeah <laughs> the person that I was with fell
4: asleep
2: which Hell, was crazy yeah. i'm a someone i know is um in this movie that's coming out called the birth of punk rock NYC night clubbing. And it actually has like footage of like Sid Vicious's like last days. And like the last shows he did at, um, Max's Kansas city. Uh, that comes out July 20th. I'm trying to see where in New York it is. Um, Oh, I wish I, oh
0: joe's pub okay scott did you go July to the 20th. birth of punk exhibit at the hall of punk at the seaport that's on right I now oh, okay you should you should go if you're into this era of punk it's all it's all about it it's will. yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. 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 I mean, maybe
2: i'll take myself on one of those artist dates i'm all about that doing something nice for yourself i think I- like
1: Oh, Dan I mean, exclusively does nice things for himself. Um,
0: <laughs> I, I've, I've been on I my... I should.
2: My, Fuck Dan everyone a true, do what you do.
1: Daniel is a true person of leisure,
0: <laughs> if I, you I may know, say so. The other day, I was walking through the city, and I, I, I took myself to the Whitney exclusively to drink a cocktail on the roof and use their bathroom, which I did, and it was great. Uh, I loved it, yeah. Fantastic bathroom at the Whitney. And, uh, but yeah, no, I, I've, I've been, I just worked like two months straight. Like I just came off of doing like an entire week long music conference, photographing long days, late nights. And then I, you know, I'm like writing invoices that haven't come in yet, but you know, I'm spending that money already, you know? And you know, uh, I was joking because I was like, oh, everyone's talking about cancer season. We're in, we're in cancer season now. And I'm like, that, it's so weird to think about that. Uh, but I was like, yeah, I just like sent a bunch of invoices. And um, I don't have like really any work to do now until like the f- early July. And I just bought myself new fancy Brooklyn and sheets. And I bought myself mm-hmm. new shirts. And they're like, she's like, that's mm-hmm. cancer season. That's all things you do in cancer season. I'm like, sure, I guess.
2: Yeah. But all I've three been... of my immediate family members are cancers.
0: My, my sisters a cancer as well. I don't know what that means, but I just know
1: one of my grandparents had cancer
0: <laughs> more yeah, most my grandparents. multiple grandparents of mine had cancer so uh, <laughs> um, but yeah I, i've been I've been treating myself a little bit a little bit too much I made the mistake I'm taking it back to food because you didn't let me tell talk about it earlier uh coming home from heat, it was like the show started at six and it was in Harlem, so I had to like leave my house at four thirty uh and take thirty stops on the a-train uh Mm. but i came home starving and i i went to hollywood fried chicken which is like the late night staple in downtown jersey city and i resisted for the year and a half i've lived downtown and i finally was like fuck it it's like the only place open i went in there and got myself a popcorn chicken box and it was so goddamn good and it was so cheap I went back and had like a rare daytime Hollywood Fried Chicken meal the next day. Mm. I went back. Mm. It, it's a weird scene within, in the daytime. Within
1: twelve hours?
0: Uh no, not within twelve hours. Within twenty-four for sure. I like went back at like three thirty-four ish, but it was uh, Man,
1: a... Man, you really do just treat yourself, huh?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm treating myself to my seven-dollar box of popcorn chicken for sure. But yeah, I've just been eating I like tried. trash. I came home after like a week of working. I didn't have any food really in the house. So I'm like, well, why go grocery shopping when I could just keep ordering out? So I've been doing a lot of that lately. Mm. Which I don't do very often, but it is it is nice.
1: Well, that was a nice update. Thank you. Thank you for that.
0: Yeah, you're welcome.
1: <laughs> you really just put a bow on it, huh? You know? Do you guys want to fucking talk about the Sex Pistols? Not yeah, really. I'm ready. I'm ready.
2: I'm actually ready. <laughs> so... This I, is all I gotta say.
1: This
0: is it? Okay, right,
1: we can end not the podcast. All. So thanks for, uh, yeah. thanks for coming on.
0: Oh, this record. wow, She's showing us no, the record no matter,
2: right now. No matter if you like Johnny Rotten or not, you cannot deny that this record is legendary and the Pistols fucking changed punk rock music and the scene. Even if you don't like his singing style, all of that, it's fucking hooky The drums aren't mixed too loud in the record. It's crazy. It sounds pop. It was at the top of the charts. They were so awesome. They didn't care about pleasing anyone but themselves. And they fucking got dropped from their labels twice. Like, it's like punk rock. It's so like, it's like when you were like a punk record, it's like, okay, am I doing Pistols or Ramones or Circle Jerks, which Hmm. really more of a Ramones fan. (laughs) Or that was my first pick because I didn't know how to be punk rock. I was like,
1: you know.
0: (laughs) I guess which, which is
1: crazy because Dan and I have both listened. I've listened to the Aretha record like twice.
0: I, I was looking up copies on like Vinyl. Within, <laughs> that record the, is really good. It's so, so good. You originally hit us with Aretha Spirit in the Dark. Uh and I was like wow well, we got to get the show back on the road and and keep things punk adjacent as we originally planned for the podcast like we can't go that far off the beaten path
2: but why not well the thing that's is the okay so thing the thing is
0: and like why we kind of keep it punk adjacent whatever that's where that's where my frame of reference is and right. i know andrew isn't too similar like
2: but we can talk about the aretha take. record hot take well we'll disconnect it because i think that record is punk
0: But I don't have much to compare it to is the problem. I don't know where it fits in the canon.
2: That's that. Exactly. And that's what makes it. It's so unique. It's of its own. Aretha gave no fucks. And it's a rock record. It's like. Oh, it's great. I mean, she's undeniably
0: incredible. That totally. That record production wise is insane. The Aretha record has such good utilization of stereo sound that, like, listening to it with headphones. Was, I listen like, to the incredible. record
2: like almost every day. Honestly, so really, really year. good.
0: Aretha killing it. Uh, she's got the the run into the ground stamp of approval. I'm I sure hope that's. I hope she gets the RITG bump. You know, on that spot. Yeah, that's the
1: <laughs> that's the trophy in the case that's been missing this whole time.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's the uh, it's a it's the egot. RITG. <laughs> oh, I mean, if
2: you want a good Kansas City punk band that no one know, like, you probably don't know about, hard leather.
0: Why does that sound familiar? Why I'm does thinking, that I'm, sound thinking I'm thinking all leather. The Justin I'm Pratt-
1: project. I'm thinking Turkish leather.
2: Hard leather, great. Rat Bastard, great. Microdoser, great. I mean, if you want new stuff, but I was like, okay, I could go with the cliche and you don't like Johnny Rotten. So it makes it even more fun for me just to see. Whoa, like, whoa!
0: I didn't say I didn't like Johnny Rotten. I Andrew said, did. I,
2: oh,
1: yeah. I, I mean, I think he's a a homophobe. I and think his like, current
0: politics are excellent. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's, what a it's wild weird guy. because
1: I I I thought a lot about that that aspect of it today, and I was like, man, like I really don't want to mention Trump ever again. But it's it's such a litmus test for who I think is like okay in this world. Yeah. Like there's there's yeah, an automatic I, no I in, know. It, you know, with some ways. But like it just shows it you like once you get he, old like, and
0: have money, like you really don't give a fuck you know, but, about other people. But he <laughs> just
1: he just lost a bunch of lawsuits and like he's like broke now. Is he? Yeah. Okay. I mean I just that's an article I read. Oh. Possibly misread today. But... <laughs> he's probably
2: not as broke as I am. Yeah, I
1: mean, definitely not as broke as I am. Um,
4: um, yeah,
1: I, yeah, I'm it's,
2: sure he's got. So, I mean, it's for me like, okay, this is like, I have family who votes for Trump, you know, and there I mean, are, are a lot does, of. Right? Yeah, yeah, everybody does. And um I. You know, it's actively if I know like someone in my, I don't know, it's it's really hard. If like musicians are artists, like I try, I do try to take politics out of it, which is hard. And that might, you know, I, but you know, it's like he made great music and like I don't know him. I'm not his friend. I wouldn't be Donald his Trump? friend. No, <laughs> Johnny bomb. Rotten! Oh, I've heard his rap.
0: That, that early 2000s really John yet. <laughs> Donald Trump rap album is sick.
2: Um, so,
1: but So this is the only Sex Pistols record, right? Technically,
2: um, I think, yeah. Technically, the only LP. yeah, they had singles. And then I got... What's that? This is my Spunk 7 Singles collection. So I got a bunch of 7, seven inches of Sex Pistols. And uh, I love it.
1: It's hard, like, so contextually, and we can talk about, like, the music itself in more detail but like contextually i was trying to look at like what else was going on like what time everything time everything was happening are we, at the are same we looking time
2: looking at and seven, like seven yeah
1: it was I mean, shocking to me that like you know I, like i have no frame of reference for the 70s right like you know, uh, when I think of the 70s, I think of rumors, which came out the same year as this, you know. And oh, it's like, oh, there's
2: tons of I mean there's those two, Buzzcocks, Clash, right.
1: stiff Bad little brain, fingers, what
2: 79 or something. Right. Uh,
1: but this this record coming out
2: seventy-seven is,
1: is a year removed from the year that Dazed and Confused was based on, which like sort of threw me for a loop today, thinking that like that's what rock and roll was doing like right. Aerosmith and like,
2: right.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess it's very similar in terms of like the, oh, I'm trying to think what, how, how, did, how is it recently described in that magazine of like the, the vibe shift, you know? <laughs> and it's, it's similar to like what happened with grunge when grunge hit, you know, and, and took hair metal out. Like there's a cultural shift where like, there's a lot of parallel thought going on. Cause if you think about like, you know, everything in like, even in the quote unquote, what became the punk world. I mean, New York dolls were happening before even the sex pistols. Um, Ramones were doing something very similar, sort of in New York at the same time. Like it was kind of like, yeah. Oh yeah. But there was kind of like that weird, you know, like East coast, West coast rap was like a different thing. It was like New York, punk versus british punk you know and they right. had a different di- like distinct style but it was it was also interesting to hear like the scene like Susie and the banshees like Susie sue was like hanging out with the sex pistols and started her own band like joe strummer saw the sex pistols and started mm-hmm. the clash like but all that happened within like less than five years i mean what the mm-hmm. uh, sex pistols were only a band for like three years right they were they were around for a very short period of time and, and they broke were
1: like, up... uh, assembled, correct?
0: Yeah, they were a yeah. band put together by uh what's it say, McLaren? The
2: right manager so, McLaren, yeah. yeah.
0: Who, so, so who also put together and... or at least like cultivated uh like the New York Dolls as well. I but,
1: didn't know that.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. He was he was like the managerial consultant for the New York Dolls. And then also went on to do a bunch of other stuff, too. But, like, the funny thing is, he was dating Vivian Westwood, and they both, like, ran mm-hmm. a clothing store together that was, like, selling the clothes of the bands that they were mm-hmm. creating. So it was almost like it was, like, a sales pitch to sell clothing is, like, the grand right. scheme of it. And he kind of fell into a band uh, that became as big as, as you know, the Sex Pistols. But, mm-hmm. uh very, very wild that that was, like, a whole thing. They're like, oh, yeah, like, glam is out. Punk is in now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also, oh, that's the funny thing, is, like, everyone credits, like, the Sex Pistols for, like, the stereotypical punk look of, like, torn shirts, uh, safety pins, spiked hair. Lip
1: service jeans, mesh, oh, je- mesh shirts.
0: Oh, yeah. And and that was all uh, when... What's-his-face? When... Um, the manager was working with the New York Dolls in New York he, he saw Richard Hell like in television and right. the, Richard Hell is the one who essentially created like the quote unquote punk look as we know it and then he took that back and was like we need people to like kind of dress like this <laughs> you
1: know, it's, sort of, it's sort of a bad look
2: oh my god no it's not it's so hot <laughs> <laughs> it's so hot, hot. it's so hot when I, hot. When I Hell, see like...
1: somebody now Who's who dresses like?
2: Punk. Oh, I'm like, I'm like can what? I get you a number? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like,
0: what See, my, my favorite on, British trend was uh the Sloan, the Sloan the Sloan Rangers so trend. That was my the favorite what? the Sloan Rangers trend of uh uh it's like how Princess Diana dressed. Mm. That's that's my favorite British fashion trend. Mm. The nineties athleisure look. Mm. there's a whole book called the sloan rangers handbook big fan
1: you did uh, talk about this within the past week
0: <laughs> but so here's let me they, they were essentially the, the s club seven of the mid 70s
1: they were essentially the o-town
0: <laughs> very very similar
1: um so this record doesn't sound like a like a 70s record i start there. it sounds like I, th- it sounds almost current like yeah. the way yeah. the way that this is super polished it's it's almost impossible if you had never heard of the sex pistols before it would be almost impossible to place this record in time
2: yeah it's like super polished super clean super like pop sounding the drums are low it's like very yeah vocals are nice and upfront and crisp it's very like very polished record and like the bass player i think it's a great play bass Yeah, I think it's a great (laughs) introduction to to punk. We all know a few bands like that. Yeah, but like, is it though? I think so. I like. I mean, like, problem liar, no feelings, bodies. Like, you know, God save the queen. It's like it's so good. It's like political.
0: I think. I think it's a little tainted for me in the fact that it's so ubiquitous that it kind of doesn't have an impact anymore like there's no doubt that this blew people's fucking heads off when it came out because you know people people uh they threatened to censor the album well, because it had be the word like "bullocks" saying, like, on the cover <laughs> and they had to, like, go right. to court to like be able to sell it uh, i mean it, it,
2: that it, that would be like saying we don't want to listen to like john lee hooker because his blues is so predictable it's like well that's like the origin of it that's the beginning yeah. like so that's the like
0: yeah, well, you I, know, I think I it's think it's just been kind of watered like... down in a way now that, like, it's been so overused that, like, yeah, the hits are the hits, and it's able to, like, you know, you're able to kind of set them aside as being, okay, like, this is something, like, pretending you're hearing it for the first time. I mean, I haven't, li- I bought this record in middle school because I thought that you gotta know who the sex whistles were, you know, mm-hmm. and I probably hadn't re-listened to it in 20-plus years, so it was interesting to kind of dig further into the non- Singles tracks mm-hmm. um, but I felt like it kind of just washed over me a little bit in a, in a way that like kind of like slid right off it didn't kind of get absorbed and I, I listened to yeah. it with like the lyrics in front of me and and you know some of the like bodies is a very you know uh you know a song about abortion and stuff. <laughs> you know it's pretty wild for the seventies
2: that's uh, why I'm like, how can that record just like? slip past you it's so like you know looking at the lyrics and the politics behind it they're really deep songs they're very like angry songs i mean i you would know? definitely it's say like... that
0: johnny rotten's a better songwriter or at least a better lyricist than the ramones were you know
1: yeah that's different is it look I, this is this isn't the subway chipotle <laughs> argument like <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about two very
2: yeah, different, very different. I mean, I like, like approaches more. to music.
0: Yeah, but they were happening at the same time, you know, and they were compared to each other because of that. You know, they were both pioneers of different types of punk. You yeah, know? but I,
1: I, I don't think and like, feel free to check me on this, but I don't think that the Ramones and the Sex Pistols um, influenced the same. Yeah,
2: I don't think so. No, I, like guess I that's, think
0: that's fair. I, yeah, I, don't, you know
2: think, I, mean? I don't think they did. List, I feel like
0: listen they to this their... record; just made me want to listen to Fear. I think right. that was my big takeaway. And,
1: and this is definitely one of those like listening to this. Then was like i guess i'll listen to the damned you know what i mean right. and then, yeah you know i guess i found that uh that warsaw record and i was like i guess i'll listen to this you know what i mean yeah right. and it's like there's a i care more about the era and like the peripheral bands to this than i do yeah. this um because again like i found it uh, you know i think i was I think I was in like summer school in high school, the first time I heard this record. Like mm-hmm. way later than I should have. But like so
2: early, you know? I would
1: say I probably listened to the Sex Pistols for the first time after the first time I heard The Promise
2: Ring. Okay.
1: Maybe.
0: Okay. Yeah, I no, could I be mean wrong. Probably me similar. I mean, I went back and listened because I'm like, this is something that's like in the the hit, the halls of punk, you know? Right. So fear came out in 77. And, but- you know, definitely more influenced by Sex Pistols than Ramones. Right. Being in New York. Yeah. Uh, well actually no, they were from Los Angeles. So it makes even less sense. Cause there's
1: like the the, you know, if, if I were to talk about it in like current hardcore terms, I don't know, like not that converge is current hardcore terms, but like the Sex Pistols are to converge as like uh the the Ramones are like New York hardcore. You know what I mean? Like there's a polish to it. There's like a you know what I mean? Versus the the chaos of of the Sex Pistols,
0: even though it's pop music. Mm-hmm. It's it's it is yeah, it's definitely pop music for sure.
2: Scout, uh, what's your high did...
1: point on this record? What's what? What's your high point on this record?
2: Uh I'd say Problem or Liar. I don't know. Like, which, is, which is the one nothing. with the
1: homophobic slurs on it?
2: <laughs>
0: oh, that's uh, New York, I think. And they're talking about the New yeah, York yeah, Dolls New in York. that song.
3: Right.
0: Uh, it is very funny that they do start a lot of weird beefs on this record. With New York Dolls and EMI. And I'm trying to think. Uh, like they, they name check Max's Kansas City <laughs> in this record. Uh-huh. Uh, which is very funny. Uh, what's, uh, oh yeah. Uh, the other thing too is pretty vacant. Literally (laughs) they were like, oh, you need to make your version of blank generation by Richard hell. And they wrote pretty vacant.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that sounds about right.
4: Like
0: they definitely ripped off Richard hell big time in a lot of different ways. Um, I like the I fart noise at the end of EMI. I think that's very funny.
1: <laughs> I don't know that I noticed that.
0: Um when I was listening to the where they say I don't want a holiday in the sun. I imagine they were talking about the Weezer song. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't want yeah, that either. Yeah. I did think that God. or or also the Olsen Twin movie of the same name. <laughs> um, I um it was
1: actually the the lost B-side of the Sex Pistols under the Tuscan 7. <laughs> <What? laughs>
0: yeah, so uh, it, it is very interesting though. Of like, which came first, like the punk style or the Sex Pistols? You know, in the in the I, sense that like so much was happening at the same time, and there was a lot of like parallel I think like thinking. Probably
2: the punk style. I don't know. They probably. T- I think they took it from the streets. Well, so you
0: what, know? what was actually interesting to me, especially growing up. Um, where this is, like, far in the past. I mean, you know, pretty far in the past. I was born in 87, so 10 years after this record came out and probably another 12 years before I actually listened to this record. So I'm, like, you know, like, almost 25 years removed from the impact, like, cultural impact of this record. And, you know, you're kind of experiencing it through, like, the wakes of what it leaves behind, you know? And I always knew... The Sex Pistols, the most famous person in the Sex Pistols was Sid Vicious. It was never Johnny mm-hmm. Rotten for me. And, you know, actually learning about the Sex Pistols, like, Sid Vicious actually did the least. Yeah. He,
2: he he wasn't even, like, the first bass player. No. Well, no. And he
0: was also, he didn't know how to play fucking bass. And they yeah. brought him on. they kicked out, what's his face, Matlock, because he liked the Beatles. It's <laughs> what they yeah. said. They said he was talking too much about Paul McCartney, and they kicked him out. <laughs> which I understand. Yeah, I can I back that. But they brought Sid Vicious in and he didn't he never knew how to play bass. He played drums in Susie and the Banshees at some point. Yeah, right. Um but didn't know how to play bass. Uh he learned how to play bass by playing Ramon's songs, which is yeah. also hilarious. <laughs> uh but yeah, like it's funny that Sid Vicious became kind of the face of the of the Sex Pistols and also like their immediate like Absolutely immediate downfall.
3: Yeah. Like, he
0: was probably in the band less than a year before he fucking, you know, offed himself and, like, had his, like, he was such a liability. Like, reading all the stories, it's just like, oh, he could not get his shit straight for a second. I
2: know.
0: And then I found out he died at 21, which is. That's bonkers, insane. That's like what's? Uh, who is the guy from The Germs? Didn't he also die at like twenty or twenty-one?
2: Um, who, Darby, Darby, Crash? Uh, Darby Crash. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he also died super, super young.
2: At twenty-one, I didn't know.
0: I knew he was young, but not that young. Uh, who, at Darby, 21, or I was vicious? going to
1: like twenty-one. Germs, I was getting yeah. drunk at Bennigan's
4: wow
3: yeah
0: yeah, yeah that's darby, really
2: sad and unfortunate yeah I was very young I darby mean,
0: crash died at 22. wow so like very similar trajectory i
2: love the
1: germs all right scout what's your low point on this record
3: mm.
4: what, what's what to you what's this record's weak link mm.
0: Maybe, maybe, maybe this the song about a submarine mission.
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This <laughs> that one?
0: Uh, according to Spotify, the track on this record with the lowest amount of plays is is "New York." I,
4: I mean, I you know, I
1: don't.
2: Yeah, I guess I've never really thought about it. I just listen to the record. It's really nostalgic yeah. for me.
0: I mean, yeah. I think EMI yeah. is a bad song. Yeah,
2: EMI never really grabs me. I don't really sing to that one.
0: It is crazy um, that God Save the Queen and Anarchy in the UK are like true, like middle tent poles on this record.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I forget that it doesn't start off with a hit. Yeah.
0: yeah. It doesn't have, a, yeah, it doesn't have a hit for a, a, a while. <laughs> like,
2: <bottom's laughs> those, those, aren't, those aren't even like my favorite songs, though. Uh, oh, no. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I th-
1: this record starts off unbelievably, it's super strong. Yeah,
0: the um, yeah, it's it's like I said, the hits are good. It I like again, I think it's just so embedded in
2: the yeah, zeitgeist that a, it, it kind of becomes New York, New York, so, um, EMI, and Holidays in the Sun are probably my least listened to, but. I listened through the whole. The you know, first track the on the album to is your
0: least listened to.
2: Holidays in the sun. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that song too much. Holiday. Wait, how, how does it has to
1: go? I don't want a holiday in the, in the sun. sun.
2: I don't- no, that one's good. That one's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, I mean, it's such a good song. Yeah, it starts off Even with by the with York, marching. Yeah, probably or
1: the. Is that Nazi uh, marching? Is that what it's supposed to be?
0: Maybe. Yeah, it's it's uh I don't know, but the the Sid Vicious shit was weird. Like
2: Yeah, with Nancy. Sid and Nancy. Trouble. I remember
0: always seeing that DVD at Blockbuster back in the day. Mm, never um, seen it. I've never seen it either, but I remember always like seeing it. And there was always so many you know, that was it just became this ubiquitous thing. Also, uh I think she's buried in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. We gotta go take a trip. Um.
1: Mm. That should be our uh run into the ground movie night sid yeah and
0: Nancy. I mean we could uh yeah it's 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 weird that so much of Sid vicious's shit got muddied up in like the history of the band when he was like actually probably the smallest part of it, but just like yeah. made them infamous, you know um but yeah it do do you
4: think he actually killed her?
0: solve this right now this is now a true crime podcast
1: it's not true that should do wonders for our uh ratings
2: i mean i really i don't know i don't know the guy that's i don't know i don't you know yeah i gotta
1: be as i don't know anything about that story so i mean no
2: i've heard the story but it's like i don't i don't know i don't know if he killed her i don't know courtney killed kurt i don't know like i don't know these people i don't know anything what so, what
0: I found was really interesting was that Jerry Only of the Misfits uh, was there the night that um, Sid Vicious OD'd.
2: Yeah.
0: And that was, that was funny. Jerry. I, I I hope he was dressed up with the, the devil lock in his makeup at the time, too. <laughs> and, I
2: hope so, too. Because he apparently
0: also, um, Sid Vicious wanted to be buried next to Nancy, but he wasn't Jewish, so they didn't let him. <laughs> And uh and then the family asked if they could throw his ashes over her grave and the family was like, fuck no. So Jerry this only Christ. drove Sid Vicious's mom to the grave site and they did it anyway. Wow. And I bet uh you know, I bet Jerry only did some weird devilish shit, you know? Probably. <laughs> that guy's I didn't know Jerry only himself. was
1: so uh closely.
0: Involved. I mean Involved. when when were the misfits around? Like
1: Probably sure. all Probably around, around the same, same, same shit, time, you know. Right? Same you time, early '80s.
0: There's only so many I punks can't... in New York at the time.
1: I can't get into the Misfits anymore. Oh,
0: <laughs> like... <laughs> a bunch of a bunch of grown ass men singing about spooky spiders. I mean, who no, could like.
1: <laughs> I. It was my first show.
0: That's um,
2: great.
0: Really? Like, yeah.
2: I yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, Guar I mean, and the cool. Misfits.
0: Guar and the Misfits. Wow. Um, uh, we we have a connection. Uh to someone who's currently in Guar right now. We should have him on the podcast. Sure. (laughs) You don't want to talk to someone in Guar?
4: I
1: mean, not not more than I want to talk to anybody else, I guess. I just don't care. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a it's a I've never liked my music theatrical. Yeah. Um and I, you know which like I guess a lot of punk is, right?
0: I mean, some would say almost exclusively. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what else is going on with Nevermind the Box? The cover bothers me. Does that make any difference to anybody? <laughs> As, like, what graphic designer was like, hold on, I have, I have a concept. Well, Who did a, the cover?
0: That's a great question. I don't know. I do I do think, though, it's it's cliche now, but it wasn't cliche then. That's the thing. And that is kind yeah. of what you were talking about, Scout. Was like, oh, this was all new, and it's been run into the ground over time.
1: There you Scout, go. What's
4: What's new now that you think is going to be like just done forty years from now?
2: Done, like not going to be still going. Like,
4: like,
1: what's the what's the what's the, the thing sex pistols gonna- like? Okay. Like over the top equivalent, I guess maybe not right now, but like you know, in the past ten years, like okay, what 100, do you think? One hundred GEX like-
0: probably.
2: Um, I, I would say, uh, I Literally. I think I think Angel Olsen is doing big things. I think um, that's going to last a while. I think it's there's a lot of life to that. I'd say same with Sharon stuff. I mean it's biased, but um i mean it's kind of hard it's kind of hard to say pe- someone who's doing something completely like different and new and polished i mean like i feel pretty disappointed in a lot of the, the music like i feel like everyone's just trying to be like someone else and i think there are authentic acts that will like live on um and authentic songwriters um but i guess we'll just
4: see who it is. Um I
2: don't know. Maybe, maybe Scott Pillette.
1: Hell yeah! I mean, I there. I see no choice. Um, <laughs> what's your, what's your, uh, what's your favorite Angel Olsen record?
2: Right now, I've been listening to, to actually um, whole new mess. Her demos for All Mirrors that's been hitting mm. me really hard lately. I love the new record she just put out. I think it is so good. I think Sharon's new record is really good. Um. I
0: feel like I kind of fell off with Angel Olsen.
2: Oh, my God. I love... You should listen to the new record that what's, she What's put out. the record
0: so with, like, Unfuck the World? And... Yeah, yeah, Burn Your Fire. Yeah, fire that fire record yeah, that really riffs. Record, that record is unbelievable. I feel like I fell off with Mitski, too. I love Mitski, and I just never, I never got, got
2: into Mitski. I,
0: I remember hearing... Your Best American Girl for the first time. And it was, like, one of those songs, like, I've never had a reaction like that. And, like, it's one of those things that, like, immediately click, and you're like, what the fuck is this? And it just caught me in such a way that, like, floored me. Uh, And I really love Puberty, too. And Bury Me at Makeout Creek is also fantastic. And then... What was the record that came after that? With Nobody and, and Geyser. And that record's also great. But the new record came out, and I just... It just never crossed my path in the right way i need yeah. to like revisit
1: mitski, it mitski was one of the first bands that came out that i like knew that i should have gotten and i didn't and it really immediately made me feel old you don't yeah, even I like that i liked
0: you don't even like liked, that a record's named after a simpsons reference
1: no i'm into it and I i think like the beginning of that record is really great um and i'll put it on every once in a while but like it just doesn't like just doesn't click with me. Um,
2: I, I feel like I, you know, hang out. I mean like my friends, you know, maybe I'm biased, but also I feel like I surround myself by around like authentic songwriters and musicians and like Katie Ray, Isaac McClung, um, and and Matt Harrison. Those are three artists that I'm like, they make some really good music and good mm. art. Um, I can't wait for them to put stuff out nice so shout out to the locals you know
1: i do feel like it's an interesting time for for like uh, bands that i have like close friends with like i think everybody's putting out their best material right now
2: it's so cool it's like everyone like yeah and i've been writing a lot lately too and it's like Mm -hmm. very like it feels a lot different too like you know the stuff that i wrote some in the pandemic and right before, you know, it's got like a whole nother life to it. And I'm still really proud of it. But like what I've been writing coming out of the pandemic really feels like, I don't know. Yeah.
4: Does it feel like
1: a lifetime ago? Does it, does that other material feel like relevant totally. to where you are right now?
2: Kind of. I I relate to it in different ways in the songs. Like I've been arranging them in slightly different ways. Um, there's still life to them. Yeah. But I feel like
1: the way you you write music is fascinating to me because I've only ever written music in a room with three other dudes. You know what I mean? Like there there have been times where I've written bones of a song at home alone, but I've never you know what I mean? You like write a song and then like. Rewrite, you know what I mean? Like work on it and work totally. on it, and work on it in a way that, like, whenever I've written a song, I've been like, Well, that's done. I can move, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not touching well, it. Again. I mean,
2: it kind of changes, you know, song to song. Like, sometimes I'll sit down and I'll write a song and it'll just come out, mm-hmm. you know? And like, I have written songs and finished writing songs in the practice space too with my band. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a band and, um, But yeah, there are some songs where it's like I wrote a part of it two or three years ago. And then like the second part of it comes later in a time where it's like ready, I guess. I Mm -hmm. don't know. It's, but you have to be. It's sometimes it's really frustrating when you're working on something that's good, but you don't know where to take it. And it's not as easy as just like, I love those songs. The ones like my, one of my newest songs that I just wrote, I feel like it just, Mm -hmm. and it's like,
1: there is a feeling of, like, yeah. where
4: did I pull this out of? Like,
2: yeah, how, like... Did
4: it, how did it it slide out so easy? I don't know. How did it just <laughs> slump on out? I don't...
0: I'm just. Can we, can we talk about my favorite Johnny Rotten uh, trivia fact? Okay. Uh, apparently, in 2014, he spent over 10,000 pounds on iPad games. Wow. and that's in his wikipedia also really weird thing that like i hadn't thought about in years uh there was an old skate video by the skate company flip called sorry it's considered one of like the great all-time skate videos but johnny rotten did the weird like intro and interstitial parts of the dvd and i think it came out in 2006 maybe but very weird that, like they had Johnny Rotten do all the weird intros <laughs> on the skate is video on,
1: is he on cameo? I feel like he would be on cameo
0: i mean if if he's hurting for money, like you say he is sure uh yeah, like... it's very it's so he it's very weird that someone like that would become like a Donald Trump fan. It's not weird yeah, but though like, because he but is an old is guy it? with money.
2: I, I, I don't think it's that weird. I feel like a lot of like rich old.
0: Yeah. Well, like, because also like Jello and, Biafra like, has become Roxy like a music, really Brian, weird like Brian neo like
2: <laughs> Melanie,
0: Ariel Pink, um, John Mouse.
2: I feel yeah, like though like older heads like yeah like I think the really surprising one for me is Melanie the folk artist.
0: I'm not familiar. Brand
2: new key. Oh, I got a brand new pair of rose She got a brand new key that singer you don't know that song he's in like a bunch of commercials too
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah the uh, it's just very weird like how do you feel about that as someone who's like a genuine Sex Pistols fan like seeing someone who at the time had such revolutionary politics become so uh
2: I mean it's really
4: disappointing and um I, I, I don't know I mean
2: yeah, it, it it sucks. I I'm not. Yeah, it's not like uh, I don't know. It's like even like Roxy music. I love Roxy music. I love those records. Something where it's just like I don't know. It's very it's funny a that- subject right now. You know, with every yeah. I know it's like it's I I like this record. It's nostalgic for me. I uh, I like Van Morrison. I like. You know, every time I hear Billie Jean, it makes me bop my head. You know, I, 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 it's really sad to me what the artists do. I feel like artists have it hard. And like a lot of people who, I don't know, they just don't understand. They're like, there's nothing. I, I don't know. I don't know why he is a Trump supporter. I don't support that. But, you know, and I don't listen to his music on um, any streaming services. So he's not getting any of my money.
0: Mm. So what you're saying um, is SLC Punk was right when they said that everyone, you know, becomes the poser. Yeah, I guess so. only yeah. posers
1: die. Dan, come on! I've I, I've never seen that. I've never made it all the way through that movie. That <laughs> Why are you so awful?
0: Misquoting me. <laughs> oh, um. Look, I,
1: I, I, Johnny Rodden is a heel. He like That's I think true. he probably does it because he thinks it's funny. Um, I, you know, I don't know who cares.
0: No one cares about the other two people in the band, (laughs) yeah. Very funny. Everybody's
1: still alive, right? I mean, besides, like, you know, all the original
0: members, I think, are still alive, yeah.
1: Huh,
0: so and they've they've reunited semi recently, and by semi recently, I I mean like within the millennium. I think they reunited in like 2008, something like that. Mm. It is very funny. So they were responsible for the housing crisis. That's true. <laughs> Everyone took out weird subprime mortgages to go see <laughs> the <laughs> Sex Pistols reunion. Um, yeah, the uh, it is very funny how Johnny Rotten does react to things. Like, they were offered to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and they said to, like, go fuck yourself, essentially, and they called the museum a piss stain. <laughs> Huh. so that's kind of that's kind of rips um
2: yeah and their first like daytime interview that they had on like day television they like said the fuck out. word yeah 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 and then they got dropped from uh where EMI.
0: yeah uh no they got dropped from uh the other one they mentioned in the song emi i
2: think a,
0: a-, a-, a- yeah maybe uh yeah it, it's it's I mean, they definitely did some dumb shit, but I also I, I chalked it up to probably being young more than punk. You know, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
2: young, but also just like not caring, like what. I mean, you yeah, did they get
1: did they get paid on this record? Like, did they make a stupid amount of money? I'm sure they still do. No, actually, but I no. Mean, like, they at they, the time. they
0: sold. They actually sold the rights to this to like Warner Brothers. I think.
3: Right.
0: Oh yeah. I, like, I, I looked they... it up, but they did sell. I think, or oh, they sold to Universal, which is even funnier.
1: But at the time, like, did they get like a huge deal and got paid off?
2: I think it was a good chunk of money. I watched that mm. HBO show series about it.
1: And oh, I, is it good?
2: It is good, actually. Yeah, the shots are really amazing.
0: Oh, actually, like, have you have you guys been watching uh, Pistol on FX? Have not the new show about the Sex Pistols?
2: Wait, is this the show I'm talking about? M-
0: maybe it. It, it literally it's on, is like it's still- on Hulu as well yeah that's on f yeah it's fx and hulu yeah
2: i watched i watched it yeah
0: i think i think it's still on i don't think it's over yet i don't know maybe oh no
2: i just watched the sixth episode i i didn't know that they still are having episodes
0: maybe maybe it's only six episodes i I haven't watched it my roommate's been watching and she says really good but um they also tried to johnny rotten apparently like tried to get it not made and like refused to license the songs but he he did. He lost it because I think he doesn't own the songs anymore, so he can't really do anything about it. Uh, it's crazy, but yeah, he apparently tried to stop them from making it. Very funny. Anyone
2: have anyone else? But he uh, seems like
0: he
1: seems like such a good time guy. I don't. Understand.
0: Yeah, so so true. Yeah, you should believe in the free market. Him. You know, absolutely not.
2: I would never want to be in a room with him.
0: <laughs> the yeah,
2: is it weird? Uh, is it weird?
1: Like or. Can you just like look at an artist's catalog and be like, you know, regardless of what they're like as a person, like I'm into the art they've made. Can I do that? Yeah. Like, is it is it like do we do we look at Ryan Adams' Heartbreaker and we're like that's an amazing record. It doesn't matter what he did.
2: I I mean, this is like like, I'm like worried to always talk about this, but like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I I think the
0: record can matter if it's
2: like if it's like a current thing, if someone I know is like currently, like, you know, I like it, that comes out, I'm not going to support them. Like I never sure. liked Ariel pink stuff. Um, I don't really care about tapping into tune of that, um, you know, with like Ray Charles or mildly pe- people who are like, I don't know, you know, who probably weren't the best to like women and themselves and mm-hmm. Chuck bear, you know, they, I'm. Sh- it's, I, it's hard. I, I really, I don't. I really don't think about it. I listen to music and I just enjoy it and enjoy how it makes me feel. And I like, you know, I don't pay for streaming services, so I've, no one's getting my money. But uh, right, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I do feel like artists are the most troubled, and um, I think there needs to be a different way of how this is all going about of like how can we help this artist what mental services do they need like mm-hmm. how can we assist them besides just some things i do think warrant complete cancel probably like you know sure for like sure Sid
0: vicious killing his girlfriend
2: yeah it's not cool uh <laughs> you heard it first <laughs> jerry mccain
1: I don't, I don't know that one. I
2: don't know he that. Killed, uh, okay. Um. Never mind.
1: Um <laughs> you, know, uh, you make me feel like I know nothing. I love
0: that Yeah, your references about when you said Jude okay. Cash, I was like, Yeah, totally. I I know exactly who that is.
2: <laughs> Yo, he's a legend. I, I actually asked him. I was like, Can I talk? I was like, can I talk about you in the, this podcast? He's like, you can say whatever you want. I was like, yep. oh, yeah. I do, yeah, that.
0: Are they related to Johnny Cash in any way?
2: No, but his dad's name is John. Johnny okay. Cash, yeah. it's
0: close enough. Wow.
2: Yeah, really crazy family. Love them.
0: Yeah, the... Uh, yeah, I don't... I, I, that whole, like, our, uh, separating the art from the artist thing has always been a troubling thing in, in the industry. It's a it,
2: troubling thing, and it's, like, I mean, it's person to person if it's not triggering to you, you know? Like, I mean, yeah, sometimes I'll listen to a john lee Hooker songs like, young girl, you know, like it's like too much, you know? It's like, okay, this now doesn't make me feel comfortable to listen to. Um, but you know, yeah, like I said, like, yeah, it's it's just it's just I don't know, different for everyone. yeah, but I, I I enjoy a lot of music and a lot of older music. So mostly what I listen. I mean, I run my booking company, so I listen to a lot of current stuff, but like, just like, Local current stuff and then lots of older stuff. Mm. I can't tell you what's like on what's hot right now.
0: Yeah, what's Same. hot right
2: now? <laughs> I have yeah. no idea what's hot right I knew, now. I, oh, you know, I have... just,
1: I just found out today there's a new Beyonce record.
0: Oh, oh I didn't
2: even know. Yeah,
1: yeah I didn't my, know there was uh, an old one. Liz told me that it's very good.
0: I what's believe it? her.
2: I bet it is. I'm gonna check into that actually after we get off this call.
0: Yeah, Drake put out a new record apparently too, and it's just like he keeps making worse and worse album art every time. Amazing. So, yeah, I, I, um, I like one Drake song. That's it. And it's from like eight know, records ago.
3: <laughs> well, Anyone
0: have anything else to say about the Sex Pistols? Uh...
1: It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) No, you know, I, uh, I, I, I probably in the, in the time between yesterday and today, I think I listened to it four times, maybe five. Yeah. And like, I didn't hate any of my times listening to it. Like, I think it's a great, I think it's a great record. I think it sounds great. I think that like, it's a lightning in a bottle, like catches an energy that doesn't exist anywhere else. Um and if you think about it only as a singularity, it's a great piece of art just made by bad people. <laughs> did uh well,
0: did Well, any-
1: I can't say that Mick Jones is bad. Mick Jones is
0: probably awesome. Did you guys either of you listen to Public Image Limited? No. Yeah. You did? I
2: did. I yeah, I really like them. Yeah.
0: I I never uh, I, I thought about listening to it and I never got around to it.
2: Yeah, I think it's cool. I got that record. Uh, yeah, Albatross is a cool song.
4: Um. Hell
3: yeah,
0: okay. Scott, Thanks, we need plug. <laughs> what do you got the plug? Me? Yeah, you.
4: But I got the plug. What do I gotta say?
0: Plug, plug. What you got going on?
2: Um, I've got um some shows coming up. Uh, probably i'm playing a show tomorrow but this won't be out by tomorrow no um, this is probably
0: coming out uh June, july, july 5th
2: july 29th a- i've got a show at tvi which is new york's hottest nightclub if you haven't been there go it's amazing run by great people um i thought you
0: said run by greek people i got really excited that, <laughs> I
2: to,
1: you said run by greek people i was like i hope they make pizza Their yeah. great. they do have
2: really good food oh, okay. um and um, that's with uh, Silk War, Josephine Network. Josephine Network is amazing. They, I think, are doing something that's legendary. Her music's amazing. Friends of the um, pod. uh And um, then August 25th, I'm playing at the Footlight. On September 24th, I'm playing at the Broadway. And October 28th, I'm playing at Union Pool. So if anyone's watching this and they're curious, try to check me out at one of those dates. You'll get to hear music that's not out yet. And um, live shows are my favorite thing about being an artist.
0: And and at Union Pool, you might just meet your next special someone, you know. <laughs>
1: uh, the Footlight is such an underrated venue
2: yeah it's at the wind jammer footlight at the right. wind jammer they move locations but great venue great people
1: i love that place it Amazing. like it feels like such a midwestern bar when you walk in like it's got like a if i'm thinking of the right place
2: you it, are but they did change locations but it's like uh, it's still cool it still has that vibe
1: i felt like i was walking into like someone's house like, yeah. a like a bar in someone's cozy, basement.
2: Cozy. Yeah, yeah really it
1: was cozy. really rad. And that room is so cool. Like, sounds good. Um, I was at the new oh, Webster wait.
0: Hall recently. That was cool.
1: Uh, They closed the Knitting Factory? Is that correct?
2: Uh, oh, I, I uh, yeah, I that. think I heard about that. I've actually hmm. never played the Knitting Factory. I've played so much in what New York, cool but I've never wanted place. I missed the old really?
0: Knitting Factory in the Financial District with, like, three levels of weird shit going on. That was the hmm. fun. I saw I saw uh, uh, Greeley Estates and Medina Lake there once. Real I'm cool.
1: unfamiliar. Um, I liked that knitting factory in Williamsburg because it was right across from the greatest chicken sandwich. Uh, oh yeah, I saw
0: kind of like spitting um, there once. Oh
1: yeah. No one I talks Mark about Orange kind of like spitting though. anymore. No, they should though. They should. That one record uh, that that Ben Gibbard played drums on is really really good.
0: Mm. The one with uh, we were both writers. That song. Yeah, that's such a good song.
1: Okay, Dan, what do you have to plug?
0: Uh, well, by the time this comes out, my show (laughs) at SFA Project slash Figure Nineteen may or may not still be up. Uh, I think there's a party happening where my photos may have to come down, but they might go back up again. So, go have a drink at Figure Nineteen or Home Sweet Home and see if my photos are still on the wall. That'd be a fun game to play. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Dan Bassini on Twitter and Instagram, danbassini.com, my new photo book, no invite volume eight is out now. I just did inventory and I'm dangerously low on copies of volume one, Cruel Summer, and I still feel it. So snag those soon. Uh yeah. you can follow us both at Run into the Ground on Twitter and uh or sorry, run into the ground on Instagram and run in number two the ground on Twitter. Mm. And uh, Andrew, you got anything to plug?
4: No, I don't.
0: <laughs> I really have nothing.
4: I
1: wish I could tell you guys that I was doing something more exciting than like
0: working at nine to five. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm. You, I'm hey, gonna go to the a, Orioles game pass. tomorrow night. Hopefully. Wait, huh? where
2: are you living at now, Andrew? I'm in
1: Baltimore, Maryland.
2: Oh. Man, yes, go go see either.
0: Andrew. He'll be at the Baltimore Community Pool uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. From <laughs> I'm not. No, to I'm, not pl-
2: I'm not playing. I'm not playing Baltimore on this tour, but I'll get there soon for you. I
1: will tell you that by the time this comes out, I will have just gone and seen Wild Pink and uh, and Aaron West. Oh, my friend's playing in excited. Wild Pink. Oh yeah, two yeah, of my friends. Yeah, we uh, we love John Ross here. It's true. Oh, big, nice. big John Ross. Awesome. Fan. We, are, we are big John Ross fans. Cool. Um, well, Scout, it was great seeing you. I uh, good to see you too. Man, what a what a what a wonderful person to know.
2: Oh, you too. Nice
0: to meet you. Dan, oh. You're just okay. Uh, yeah, no, it's. I'll take what I can get. Thanks over for here. letting
2: me come on and be my rebel self. I felt, Hell yeah, I felt good.
0: Thanks for making good, us yourself. listen to this record for the first time in like 22. I'll years. tell you what,
1: if we if we make it to 50 episodes, we'll do that Aretha record with you.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, sounds good. All right, and everybody else, until next time.
2: All right. Bye-bye. Adios. Thank you. Bye.